This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 961. Don't let bad advice destroy your IELTS score. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. What does the examiner really focus on for your speaking score? Today, you'll get the insider information about topics, speaking part two, and verb tense, so you can be armed with the truth for your next exam. Hey, Jessica. I'm great. How's your morning so far? My morning's great. Um, so as you might be aware, um, here in Oregon, the kids are still learning at home. So for recess this morning, um, James and I played a zombie apocalypse game for 15 minutes. Just a yes. quick little imaginary game. Uh, what about you? How's your morning? We play that. We played that last night. Oh, My yes. kids call it infection and they love it. Whenever I'm like, what do you want to do? Play infection. It's so fun. Yeah, exactly. You just make stuff up as you go along, which is my favorite way to approach life. You just make it up as you go along. And guys, that is good advice for your IELTS speaking exam. Um, I think if you approach IELTS speaking with this idea of, first of all, fun and enjoyment, and second of all, don't put pressure on yourself to have special knowledge. Just talk. (laughs) Yes, right? Yeah, you do have to be thinking about the types of things you should be talking about, but it should be low stress. It should be fun because then you'll be motivated to do it. Spend time doing it Yeah. instead of it being drudgery that you put off and put off. (laughs) Totally. Um, In fact, just yesterday, I was working with a a very high-level student um, who I really think is going to get an eight on speaking if he can get out of his own way, which means Mm. if he can stop putting pressure on himself to like have perfect ideas and perfect everything, then he could get an eight, right? Because he won't have that hesitation. He'll be able to, you know, just be himself. So guys, that is one message today. Get out of your own way. Get out of your head on IELTS speaking and try to enjoy it. Okay. So we have some very specific IELTS advice to talk about today. Um, Aubrey, what are we getting into? Yeah, so we had a student um, send us an email. I believe it was an email, right? Uh-huh, yep. With some really good questions. He said that he had just joined the Three Keys system um, a few days before. So welcome to the family. And he said that he hadn't um, looked at the speaking module yet, but he had some questions sort of preemptively wondering some things. And he said he had taken an IELTS course in his country in June, 2020. And a teacher who is an examiner, he said, um, said the following, um, that I should not talk about the exam in IELTS in part one. I said, I woke up in the morning and listened to a podcast because I had to prepare for my exam. So he was worried on the exam. He had said this But a teacher had told him, don't talk about the IELTS exam on IELTS, right? Right. And then should I read the second one or do you want to talk about that one first? Let's take it one by one. First of all, I want to do a little side note here. Aubrey and I are recording this, guys. We're recording the video right now, too. Um, And if you're watching us on YouTube, (laughs) you may have seen me do a shush motion because my son just ran downstairs. Guys, 
watching our videos of these podcasts on YouTube, you're missing a, like a whole other level of interaction here. So, okay, let's take this one by one, these questions. I have to tell you really quick, we were recording yeah. one of our conversation and coffee group conversations, and I'm not sure you even noticed, but my son came and was pounding on the door. Oh, so no. I had to like quickly... <laughs> Step aside and like open the door and help him really quick. I was trying to be really quiet. Luckily, there were four of us talking on those. So I think nobody noticed. Oh, let's. Oh, guys, we have great examiner speaking advice today, guys. But there's all this other stuff coming up. I want to explain quickly what Aubrey's talking about. We're doing some amazing weekly um, group conversation lessons, group listening lessons, where three or four of us of the All Ears English team, we have a natural conversation. It is fast. It is native. It is about our opinions, experiences, um, stuff that we really talk about in real life. And if you subscribe to this, you get a weekly lesson with a quiz, vocabulary, transcript. It's awesome, guys. Check it out, allearsenglish.com slash fast. Um, Okay. So this advice about not talking about the exam on the exam. This is so weird. All right. On the one hand, I... I think I I can imagine where this person is coming from because as an examiner, I would get annoyed sometimes if the candidate tried to tell me what scores they needed on the speaking exam because it's like, no, like, don't tell me what score to give you. So like that is that is kind of annoying, but it's not a part of your score. It won't affect your score. So I guess I could see that, but just this advice of not talking about the exam on the exam. No, that is so, it's dumb. You guys, it's dumb because there are even part one questions about it where it's like, how did you get to the center this morning? How, how would you answer that without saying IELTS? I know, right? And when we're doing practice, like speaking part three answers and stuff or whatever, often it'll be like, well, this morning when I was studying for the exam, we use it all the time in practice answers because that's where you guys are. That's what you're going to have been doing, what you're thinking about. So don't stop yourself from talking about something that's such a big part of your life or it'll throw you off. Yes. And that ties into the advice we gave earlier. Get out of your own way. Whatever you're thinking about, let it out of your mouth, guys. Do not censor yourself on speaking. That is when your fluency score goes down, guys. Um, Don't pretend on speaking. Be yourself. Talk about, like Aubrey said, talk about where you're at right now. And if IELTS is the biggest pressure in your life, it's going to come up, right? Like, So let it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Let it come up. There's no reason not to. I am curious, Jessica, because when I am scoring a student, if it's, um, you know, a mock speaking test, I, I'm not thinking about, I don't know, if something kind of annoyed me or I disagreed with it. I'm, that's not even in my frame of reference. I'm just listening for high level vocabulary and transitions and all the things they have to be doing. Right. I'm not thinking about, am I annoyed by this answer? That is such a good point. Yeah. That is exactly what happens. If we think about what the, what is the examiner going through on your speaking test, right? We always talk about as you, the candidate, what you're going through, but think about what the examiner is going through as well. Guys, we have to think about 
so much. We are evaluating so many linguistic characteristics at one time that like we don't we there's no room in our brains to allow our personal opinions to affect the score really. You, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can point. see that happening is if it's like the first thing they say before you've even had a chance to be really thinking about all of those linguistic characteristics is like I really need a eight today. So, yeah. right. Then it's like, oh, okay. I have mind space to be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like if, if, um, cause I've, I've heard students do this on the test before where it's like, they, they, they mention this fact about the score that they need and it doesn't relate to the question at all. Mm. That will affect your score yes. because that's, that's off topic. not fluency. It is off topic. Exactly. You're not answering the question. So if I'm right. like, if the question is like, do you enjoy cooking? And they'd be like, well, uh, no, but I really need an eight on IELTS or my life is over or whatever. Like that's, that's not going to fly, guys. Not answering the question. <laughs> okay. So long story short, guys, there is nothing in the rubric that the, the examiner is using that says anything about the your ideas or the topic you're saying or like student mentioned IELTS. Band four. Like, that's that's no, silly. Right. That's not in there. All right. Let's tackle this second question, Aubrey. Can okay. So that? this is his second question. He said, in part two, he said I should start the conversation by saying, I am going to tell you about because I would get a good score for yeah. using future tense. <laughs> you can see how okay if you're watching the video, you can see how annoyed I was just then. Um, okay. There's you two can't things. hide it. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm a terrible liar, and I also cannot play poker. Um, okay, <laughs> noted. <can't> <laughs> right. Um, okay, the two things that annoy me about this: first of all, guys, don't start your part two like that. That is so boring. Yeah. Today I'm going to tell you about. Today I will talk about. Guys, a native speaker would never start an no. answer like that. Therefore, you sound like a student. That is band six. It is so boring. And I um, guarantee you so many students are starting their part yes. two answer like that. So examiners are so tired of hearing it all day. Yes. Guys, if you if you're if you sound like so many other people on the test, you're band six. Like that's it. Like that's literally that's true right there. That's a fact. Um so stamped it. <laughs> um so how should we begin a part two, Aubrey? I mean, there are so many interesting ways, right? If you just say, I am so excited to tell you about the story that happened, right? Yes. Is any kind of intro into something interesting you're going to say, be excited about it. You're going to say something interesting. Get the examiner excited about it, right? That's Anything a really else. good strategy. Yeah. yeah. If you just say, um, like, how you feel about the topic. Like, literally, yeah. that's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's honest. You're standing out. Go for it. Okay. So. Even if it's negative, right? Even if yeah. you're like, yes, yes, yes. this is a really tough topic. I'm yes. glad I had a minute to think about it. Exactly. And then go into it. Yeah. Anything about how you feel about the topic is interesting. You're being honest. You're being real. Sharing yep. your emotions. That's native. We do yeah. that. Um, in fact, a student just asked me the other day about an impossible part two card that I do have a sample for on YouTube, guys. I, oh, nice. I There's a sample part two answer about describing a river. Because what? Like, who could talk about that for two minutes? Why is that a question? Um, so, like, that's a great example of where be honest 
provide a lot of context for what you're going through in your mind right there. And that takes up a lot of time, right? Where it's like, okay, first of all, I never would talk about a river for two minutes in my first language, let alone English. Um, I guess I could just describe the river I know best because it's close to my house and then just say something about that river, right? Right. And Um, if you start that answer by saying like, I was so excited to get this question, you know, the examiner realizes this is a weird part two question. So that would be strange. Uh, Yeah. Guys, just be, just, it it has to be appropriate. Like it has to fit what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm so excited (laughs) to talk about a river I know nothing about. They're going to be like, really? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Weirdo band six. Um, (laughs) No, they won't say that, but they'll think it. They'll think it. So the, um, here's the other thing that bothers me about this um, advice is saying that using a little future tense I will talk about is going to help your grammar score. No. 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 Okay. You can't choose a, gra- a verb tense. That's, that's not – you can't choose it. It's either right or it's wrong. And there's, you'll lose points if you're not using a correct verb tense. Like if you're telling a story about the past and you're saying will or whatever, right? Like if you're using the wrong verb tense, your score will go down. But if you try and and shoehorn in fancy verb tenses like past perfect continuous, one, it's going to be wrong. And <laughs> two, it's not going to help you anyway, guys. Grammar's about not making lots of mistakes. So have the correct verb tense, usually past, present, or future. We don't use a lot other ones, honestly. And then second of all, your grammar score is most, more so based on structures, right? So always have complete sentences and use a few different sentence structures. Like that's what your grammar score is based on. Yeah, this is something students don't know. A lot of students don't realize. They think that in order to get a high grammar score, you have to use lots of complicated verb tenses. And so you're studying grammar to learn past perfect and present perfect. And no, you don't need any of that. Just like you were saying, if you correctly use present and past, even if there's never a chance to talk about future, it doesn't matter. You can still get a nine for grammar. It never came up. It wasn't necessary, right? Just make sure you have those interesting structures, some compound and complex sentences, and use past and present correctly. Yeah. You can get a bad nine for grammar. Totally. Exactly, guys. Um, I mean, this, like, I'm, I'm finding all of these th- themes today. And, like, this is another thing where, like, don't force it. It's like trying to force the information that you need an eight for speaking. Um, you can't. Like, it has to be appropriate to the question. Same with verb tense, guys. You can't force in a present perfect if it doesn't right. suit what, the idea or the time. Again, verb tense is not a choice. <laughs> It's a rule. Um, Sentence structure is a choice, right? Because you could choose to be complicated or not. But verb tense is not up to you. (laughs) It's either wrong or it's right. Um, And I think where this comes from sometimes is if you've had an IELTS teacher that's really a grammar teacher, that's really an English teacher. And so that's what they know. They're proud of their grammar knowledge. They're trying to pass it on to you. And they might focus on that too much and give you the impression or even straight out tell you that you have to use grammar tenses like this teacher told this student. But the problem is they're not an IELTS expert. They don't have experience with the actual IELTS exam. So they don't realize that, no, that's not accurate. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh my gosh, guys, (laughs) write in if you are wondering about any advice you have seen or heard about IELTS, ask us, you guys. We are 100% honest about what the examiner is looking for. We are not trying to force information on you, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, I love talking about grammar, actually, but I'm not going to like teach you a verb tense just for the sake of talking about it. Like, if it's not going to help your score, we're not going to talk about it, guys. So ask us. Write it, write in your questions, support at allearsenglish.com. Um, and remember, guys, if you want to practice listening to fast group conversations, because at the end of the day, you're not learning English just for IELTS, right? So if you want to practice weekly lessons with multiple speakers having natural conversations, transcripts, vocab, a quiz, it's amazing. Check it out, guys, allearsenglish.com slash fast. Okay, awesome. Aubrey, this was very enlightening today. It was enlightening. I feel like we get really passionate when yeah. misinformation is given to our students and we get kind of yes. riled up. We do though, because like <laughs> I think this is this is a characteristic all of us share, like the our four All Ears English team. Like like justice, truth, fairness. Like we get really worried yes. if something is like wrong or unfair. Like it bothers us. Yes, exactly. Right. If you're paying a teacher and they're giving you the wrong information, I get frustrated. I get upset with that. (laughs) Because we work so hard to like try and give you guys the right information. Yeah. That's why. Anyway, that's a a good characteristic. All right, guys. Remember, this episode is also on YouTube, IELTS Energy TV. So subscribe to that. And Aubrey, I will talk to you tomorrow. Yep. See you tomorrow. All right. bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.